This is episode 324 on the 10th of February 
ब्यूटिफुल सनी मॉर्निंग एंड दिस इज एपिसोड नंबर 324 ऑन द टेंथ ऑफ फेब 2021 ऑफ इंडिया ओनली डिजिटल रेडियो टॉक शो लेट्स स्टार्ट दिस मॉर्निंग एपिसोड विद दिस सॉन्ग विच इनकम्पेसिस एवरी इंडिविजुअल ऑब्सेशन विद फिटनेस बेबी एवरी डे यू आस्किंग जिम और नॉट तुम हमेशा पूछते रहते हो जाते हो तो नहीं गोइंग टू द जिम गोइंग टू द जिम गोइंग टू द जिम एन गो टू द जिम मैटर है निजी मोबाइल में थ्री जी वे नाइनटी गेची आई एम गोइंग थ्री मूड बनाना पड़ता है जिम जाने के लिए मैं भी बहुत सारा जी लिया हूं खाने के लिए सुबह सुबह उठता हूं ब्रश करके सोचता हूं अभी जाऊं दोपहर में जाऊं या रात को जाऊं जिम मैंने डिसाइड कर लिया है बॉडी होगी ट्रिम अभी देखो ना किचन से मॉम की आई है आवाज बेटा बने हैं राजमा चावल और साथ में ओनली प्याज ओ माई गॉड इट्स ऑसम विद देसी घी आई लव घी 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 क्या करूँ वॉट टू डू कंट्रोल नहीं होता है माँ को माँ को ना करने का झोल नहीं होता है राजमा के बाद थोड़ा आ जाता है फैट आई नो बेबी इट्स हैवी ऑन योर हार्ट गोइंग टू द जिम गोइंग टू द जिम मेरा जिम जाना कैंसिल बेबी आई यू गोइंग टू द जिम गोइंग टू द जिम गोइंग टू द जिम देन गो टू द जिम आई एम गोइंग टू द जिम आई एम गोइंग टू द जिम I am going to the gym. Baby, are you coming or not? मैं तो जा. I know के जरूरी है रोज बस करना. I know के जरूरी है weight lose करना. Every day खुलते हैं city में park. कभी mail में well में cell phone में home में आ जाता invite. Am I right? Temptation तो हो जाती है ना bro. We have to grow. जाना पड़ता है bar में company की car में cheese वाला pizza है आ जाता है सामने. फैट वाला खाना क्यों बनाया है राम ने रम पिया पिया फुल पिया क्या किया नहीं मैंने नहीं किया सबको डांस किया पर वो रैप किया आहा रैप किया आहा रैप किया बोलो सबको मैंने उस दिन टाटा टाटा मैंने अपने चीक पे चाटा चाटा रात में खाऊंगा मैं कार्बोहाइड्रेट बढ़ जाता है मेरा दो तीन किलो वेट आई नो दिस फंडा प्लीज मारो मुझे अंडा कल से फर्स्ट शोर में जाऊंगा जिम बाय द वे आई यू गोइंग टू द जिम गोइंग टू द जिम गोइंग टू द जिम देन गो टू द जिम आई एम गोइंग टू द जिम आई एम गोइंग टू द जिम दिखना है स्लिम सो दिस सॉन्ग इज अ परफेक्ट थॉट प्रोसेस ऑफ वॉट इंडिविजुअल्स एंड पीपल थिंक द ऑब्सेशन विद फिटनेस द ऑब्सेशन विद nutritious food but what defines nutritious food is something that fails to impress me is it vegan is non veg food and fat bad for health what's better carbohydrates proteins fats minerals vitamins i have never been able to determine yes healthy food is good but what is healthy food healthy food is relative whether it's soybeans with rice that is rajma chawal even that's equally bad for health if we have it in quantity it's not about 
the quality of food whether you have pizza or samosa or rajma chawal it's about the quantity if i consume one pizza per month it's fine pizza is not bad for health what is pizza but a version of indian dosa what is samosa but a more fatty saturated unhealthy version of the burger along with foods like vada pav so yes this obsession that only western foods are bad for health and indian foods are good for health it's a incorrect assumption food is food whether it's east west north south whatever part of the world and this obsession with gym i don't get it let's just get into this debate after this small break since the obsession with diet has consumed humanity for a better part of four decades or more let's discuss this in minutia let's see it from the point of view of a sports athlete for a sports athlete it's more than just fitness it's about endurance in that sport whether it's tennis cricket football hockey athletics they have to have endurance for hours which means that they cannot be thinking about whether they are veg or non veg if veg or non veg they cannot survive on leaves or as in india it's called kaspoos a athlete cannot survive on just vegetables or vegan which baffles me and we shall discuss it at a later point but from the point of view of an athlete whatever be their parents viewpoint of whether they are strict vegetarians or they can consume non veg for an athlete they have to look beyond such traditional norms and such superstitions and athletes have to look at their fitness it's not just about ripping bodies it's about endurance so should athletes worry about what they are having up to an extent yes but they should not worry from the point of view that whether it's veg or non veg no one can survive on veg alone but no one can survive on non veg alone and this hypothesis that if you have non veg you will have an aggressive mindset is absolute hogwash
it's not about it's not the food you consume it's your thought i could consume both veg and non veg i won't be aggressive because that's not me it's a nature of the person which makes you aggressive or patient the food doesn't affect this theory that food affects us it's a preposterous theory to say that human beings are affected by external influences which is in part true but in part a hypothesis so with this song for example i have never been to the gym for me the gym in that closed room with a stationary cycle does not mean exercise that is not exercise if you really want to exercise go to the park well in the current contemporary times going to the park is tricky but if possible just go out of your house go to the go to a shopping complex walk use the stairs sometimes use the elevators just walk the whole courtyard of a shopping complex that's good enough exercise or go to a place like the north place where you will walk for kilometers that's a good exercise but gym is a pseudo exercise sitting on a cycle and just moving your legs that is stationary that is not exercise that's just in the mind dumbbells yes dumbbells help but dumbbells are not enough they are not just the only source of fitness sweating it out if you really want to sweat it out take a casual walk in a shopping complex there is no better exercise than a casual walk in a shopping complex gym is nothing more than a joke gym is just a place for people to meet and have a hypoth- hypothetical exercise it doesn't constitute real exercise but since that's the way the 22nd century human lives it doesn't mean that gym is not good but gym is not enough there is gym has quantity but do you get something out of it no i walk a couple of kilometers in a shopping complex that's good good enough for me i have no obsession with fitness fitness is different from healthy healthy food and fitness are two different things they're not even two parts of the same coin fitness means yes you are slim you have a ripping body that's athlete's part healthy means you don't fall sick so what's the solution don't fall sick and how do you not fall how do you not fall sick it's all in the mind if you keep telling your mind i'm fine well it may border into insanity but that's the way humans live humans are partly insane that's how humanity has been over the past century but saying i'm fine works if you keep saying i'll be sick i'll be sick even if you are not sick you will become sick why because that's what you are thinking 24 hours 7 days a week the moment you don't bother about such frivolity such as being fit or being healthy nothing will touch you the same way the same way let's take the case of a computer we are worried that 
the computer will catch a virus. Literally, there will be a virus in the computer. Well, what's the solution? Switch off your computer once in a while. Switch off the internet when you're not working. When you're working, then don't. When you're not working, switch it off. Your internet, your broadband, your computer, your electronic devices, they will never catch a virus. Why? Because the virus has to travel through a medium. The medium is the internet or through an external drive. It's It works the same way. But this song is perfect. Let's look at few of the lines. Mentally decide kalia hai body hogi trim. Who decides what defines trim? Is it a pencil shaped body or is it like a bloated book when water seeps into it? Which is better? I leave my listeners to decide that. But let's not be obsessed with trim. Which is fine. It's not about subtleties like fitness. As I said for an athlete, the paunch of an athlete is often seen as a negative thing that yes, the athlete hasn't done enough exercise. Well, exercise is not sweating it out in the gym. Gym is a small source, but I will leave that to the August audience and to the cognition of the audience. But overall, fitness, health has nothing to do with what kind of food you have. Veg, non-veg, that's irrelevant. Eat whatever you like. And if there are some superstitions surrounding some foods, don't wade into controversies. But apart from that, eat whatever you like. It's not about quality. Quality does matter, but quantity. If you have pizza once a week or burger, the burger or samosa both are equally bad, but samosa would be 75%, burger would be 25%. Pizza or dosa, have both in two different weeks. No, There is no harm in having a pizza as long as you have once a month. So as far as what food you have, where it's, it's organic, it's machine made, that's irrelevant. Even organic food are not completely organic. They're also affected by fertilizers. And let's not sweat that why in the 21st and the 22nd century, fertilizers are being used in our foods. Once upon a time, fertilizer was seen as lifesavers so that it could protect the crops from, the crops from pests. And now if the fertilizer seeps into our food, then so be it. Let's not sweat over such unnecessary things. But as far as fitness goes, gym is the, is the last thing we should do. Let's take a small break.
welcome back after the break let me just give you few more examples of how the obsession with fitness and what kind of foods should humans eat is coming alive suddenly continue eating home cooked food well that's debatable not all home cooked food is good ghee as this particular song says there's a lot of ghee which ghee whether it's saturated or home cooked ghee that's debatable home cooked food is not synonymous with healthy it's not about whether you eat outside or at home it's about how much you eat the quality the quantity always makes a difference more than quantity if i consume 10 parathas it's equally bad as consuming a chola bhatura outside in a dhaba which is being cooked near a sewage pipe so that it then it's all balanced out it's all cancelled out so home cooked food is not synonymous with healthy it it is all relative but as far as fitness is concerned let's not sweat over topics like fitness or minimalism or less is more because of the events of the past 12 months it's not not about less is more if i want to eat more i will eat more in breaks maybe breakfast at 8 am lunch at 1 pm snacks at 5 pm and dinner at 8 pm in between how will i balance what i've eaten i'll just take a walk or i'll just speak do some exercise and exercise is not just gym so let's not be obsessive over fit and healthy food because these things never existed they will never exist it's all in the mind let's take a short break Welcome back after the break. Now let's discuss something which is more depressing at least for the 75% of the fanatics of a certain sport and of certain individuals. With the test world cup final spot on the line, India's performance yesterday or over the 5 days in the first match versus England at Chennai the pitch which i will rate as minus 1 out of 10 i am someone who doesn't bother about a pitch but it does come into play 
in a manner which is quite interesting. So I would rate the pitch as minus 1 out of 10. And to sum up the performance, it would be horror show and a royal tumble. Because the team lost. The team loses. What happens? They slip to number 4 in the world test rankings. And their march towards a spot in the test world cup final or the world test championship becomes difficult and impossible but looking at the performance when i saw the england bowlers bowl yesterday and the way the indian batters were dismissed i thought they were not bowling they were bowling the tempin bowling where you underarm the heavy ball and it hits the sticks it looked as if all it didn't look like proper bowling it looked like cheating because the ball did not even bounce it was rolling around the ground and the and and the bowler was being praised well i'm sorry i will not praise the bowler in this context i will this theory over the past 100 years that indian wickets take spin and bounce and there's rough outside the off stump and the batters use their spikes to even make the wicket or the pitch worse is a debate which is being used for millennia. Now let's reverse the situation. If this was England and they had collapsed with the spinners and the fastballers bowling in a manner which is wrong, which is a sin because of the poor, the wicket would have been called a poor wicket. This happened exactly four years ago when against Australia in Pune, India couldn't even make more than 100 runs in that match and Australia barely went on to win the appreciation of Steve Smith's 100 runs where a baller who is no longer part of the team, this is what the visiting teams do. They get ballers who are not in their bowling plans but they are what one calls temporary recruitments for example jack leach and dom Bess will only play if they are playing in india pakistan bangladesh or sri lanka together if this team goes to south africa and other places then one of these two would be out of the team and we know who will be out of the team that's as clear as light of daylight now if this was the england team collapsing all the pseudo critics would have jumped on and said that what a poor wicket if this was ishan sharma reverse swinging the ball and and the stumps were cartwheeling out of the ground all the pseudo critics and the pseudo experts would say not good bowling but poor wicket but because it's a foreign bowler there is certain obsession with a group of bowlers from Vakarunas, Vasim Akram, Mulidharan or Megra. We are over obsessed. We cannot look beyond this group as if nobody exists beyond this group. And there's of course. And then comes James Anderson. 38 and a half years old. Yes, he's doing what he's supposed to do. And then the newspapers even say that he is the last of the great list of fast bowlers. Nobody else will be able to overpower his record of 600 plus wickets. Well, I disagree with that. I think 
there are a lot of ballers who will break record in fact i'm going on record on this show to say that ishan sharma will break kapil dev's record and if a few pseudo critics will have a heart attack after listening to this then so be it but ishan sharma will break kapil dev's record he may not reach 600 wickets well it's too far to even go over there but ishan sharma will certainly break megra's record he's only 32 and remember james anderson is 38 so by the time anderson retires he will have to eventually retire he's reaching 40 though 40 become that age when you become more experienced more when you have that wisdom and experience coming together so why can't we give the same respect to anderson to ishan sharma can he break kapil dev's record yes will he break kapil dev's record yes if like james anderson ishan sharma only plays the five day game which james anderson has been doing since 2015 world cup debacle which is now in the archives and the vault is closed on that it's a simple thing let's get over the obsession with the megras and the wasim akram and the they were great bowlers nobody is questioning that but let's move on from that group for me rabada michel stark patrick cummins even a certain shaheen afridi from pakistan ishan sharma bumrah and if mohammad siraj continues his good efforts they will all get to 400 wickets and before long we would have forgotten the likes of megra lee they were good bowlers but not good enough in my book let's take a short break Welcome back after the break. Continuing this discussion of India's performance yesterday and four days prior to that, let's get something else into the debate. It's very important because after the highs of Australia, the celebrations which were almost on steroids, and the praise of the captain, the coach, the team management, and the support staff, it's all. come back to haunt them because now the same group of newspapers magazines pseudo experts pseudo critics who were praising the team for their performance 
despite injuries and so many factors coming into play going on to win the tournament in australia 2-1 which was a good performance the praise for certain youngsters and all well the just like chameleons now this same group is saying what a poor performance lack of application they weren't prepared for england who were better prepared why because england went to sri lanka and practiced with those two games when you have done that you don't need any practice games the batters did not well bat well england had three batters who batted well that is what is coming out i disagree with that yes england had that day in the sun they batted well and they made 550 plus runs but i think i wouldn't put it to bad performance by the indian team it's not because of the fanatism it's because of logic it wasn't a bad performance it's just that the england team had a bit of luck that's all it is they had their luck not about drop catches or miss thumping because those are the part and parcel of a game especially when i hear commentators say those who have not played more than 12 13 games that this catch should have been taken it makes me wonder who are they to say this catch should have been taken when they themselves wouldn't have taken that catch but that's a debate for another day but coming on to the horror show and the royal tumble the disappointment of the pseudo critics and the team alike is because it's a place for a final in the world test championship or the test world cup that's why everybody is depressed right now but remember this i'm not looking at a deja vu of australia that india will surely win the next three games but remember in remember the obsession all these pseudo critics have with the year 2012 when england won the first match when india won the first match they decimated england england came back to win the next two matches and then there was obsession around panesar and swan as semi good bowlers they weren't good enough they got their luck going so why can't these people do the same thing now what could have the team done better what can they do better the only thing they can do better is if ashwin isn't injured after all the blows he took he would play along with sundar but definitely they would want to definitely the clarion call for kuldeep yadav will start getting higher they will probably replace nadeem with kuldeep yadav i would have got I would have gotten Hardik Pandya if Hardik Pandya was bowling. He would have been my third fast bowler, and I would have gone with two spinners, just like Ben Stokes did. Remember, Ben Stokes did not bowl more than six, seven overs per innings. It was the four bowlers, the two fast bowlers, and the two spinners who were doing the ninety-five percent of the bowling, as is expected. But if Hardik Pandya was bowling remember he is not bowling so they don't want him in the team but that also brings the question ben stokes did not bowl more than 7 8 overs so is he fit did the captain not trust him well that's between the captain the coach and the others talking about captain and coach 
the coach was appreciated for taking a bunch of rookies and making them win the tournament now the same coach who was appreciated will also get the brick bats as always happens in a sports match let's discuss this after this short break coach who received dozens of praises after the euphoric and the steroid like win in australia which happened almost 2 weeks ago and everything came back to reality when they lost the match yesterday now the same coach will be given the brick bats poor application team selection xyz players not being selected especially in the context of kuldeep yadav a lot of questions will be asked why was he not selected why was he not selected why was hardik pandya not playing xyz but what they don't understand is a team can consist of only 11 players which means that the other 29 15 to 20 or players will have to miss out now let's discuss something which will not come into contention for a while but is there an option after the current coach ravi shastri he has been a comp- a competent coach he has his own level of aggression which is in tune with virat kohli's definition of aggression and they have a good understanding but contract ends contract always ends of a particular individual and the definition of coach selection has gone from just appointment to interviews and a whole thoroughbred process so who is next who is the next coach of this particular team looking at the specifics for me there are not many competent successors looking at the list even if i put up a list the good ones are either the president of the board or they are handling the junior world cup teams and the third person well there's too much of ego in a certain tenlooker to even become the coach of the team so these three gangly dravid tenlooker are out who does that leave there are not too many options but looking at how the selectors are appointed looking at the current selection committee whose experience is not more than 10 matches total together there could be a coach who could have not played five matches in his career but because he was playing the domestic tournaments he may get an opportunity 
to become the coach but will the coach come into play for me if you have read my article the coach is an important but a passive stakeholder it's important is the coach needed the coach is only needed because when the team is on the field doing what they are doing he is there to write in his notebook what were the weaknesses what were the strengths and where were where were the opportunities for the team so he takes note somebody needs to take a note in their diary or in their tablets somebody needs to be in the locker room to keep an eye on the observations and give an evaluation so that is what the coach is for if the team follows the plan of the coach or whatever the coach the captain and the team decides well that's subjective will but do we need to panic after india after india lost this well i'll i won't say we should panic nor we should not panic i won't get into that debate but looking at who's the next coach and i said there are not too many competent successors with that kind of mindset who can take who can give an honest evaluation do i have no idea what is the discussion between the coach and the captain once you go to the locker room because that is out of bound for everyone but not to panic the only person who can do the job who has been with the team at this point is another half and half player who had the experience either they elevate the current batting or the bowling coach though the batting coach hasn't though i don't see the logic of having a batting coach and a bowling coach and a head coach and a fielding coach and a spin coach it's it's too many coaches who spoil the broth but that's how it was there 100 years ago it will be there and then that's up to the team management and the cricket board to have as many people as possible the specialist thing but looking at the head coach with not too many competent people left in the list the only individual and i'm being very specific about this i'll give my reasons at a later episode is sanjay bangar why he's been with the team he knows the inside and out of the players and you elevate somebody like the bowling coach to the head coach but this will that work well that depends but what happened on saturday at 10 am when the next match starts with the pressure of the a spot in the main event of the test world cup that's where this tournament will get more interesting so will india be able to make a comeback that's not for me to predict what happens on that particular day how the toss goes the toss is irrelevant yet an important part of the process of a team in this particular sport but as far as what will happen what should happen what should the team do well that's not on me to predict what will happen will happen let's take a short break
welcome back after the break let's end this episode with some light reading from the memoirs of sherlock holmes by arthur conan doyle chapter 1 the adventures of the silver blaze i had listened with the greatest interest to the statement which holmes with characteristic clearness had laid before me the most of the facts were familiar to me i had not sufficiently appreciated their relative importance nor their connection to each other is it not possible i suggested that the incised wound upon straker may have been caused by his own knife in the convulsive struggles which follow any brain injury it is more than possible it is probable said holmes in that case one of the main points in favor of the accused disappears and yet said i even now i fail to understand what the theory of the police can be I'm afraid that whatever theory we state has very grave objections to it returned my companion The police imagine I take it that this fixed Roy Simpson have having drugged the lad and having in some way obtained a duplicate key opened the stable door and took out the horse with the intention apparently of kidnapping him all together his bridle is missing so that simpson must have put this on then having left the door open behind him he was leading the horse away over the moor when he was earlier met or over- overtaken by the trainer a row naturally ensued Simpson beat out the trainer's brains with his heavy stick without receiving any injury from the small knife which Straker used in self-defense and then the thief either led the horse onto some secret hiding place or else it may have bolted during the struggle and be now wandering out on the moors <laughs>
this ends episode number 324 on the 10th of Feb 2021 of India's only digital radio talk show. For more awesome content, tune into the next episode of the weekly show.